For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Let us pray. Take a moment to pray and ask God to speak to you today. It's easy, always easy to come to church and miss out on God. Like Jacob said, the Lord was in this place and I knew not. We can get used to coming to God's presence so much that we don't really benefit when we come. But today will be different for you. Today will be memorable in your Christian experience. Lift your hands, lift your voice and pray. Help me Lord. Yes, Lord Jesus, Master Madeli Ikendolo Shibaradasa Samiages Mendolo Moroto Chimiki Badalala Marota Jalalala Mandele Geredala Romiki Pawande Ziosi Banda Lire de Chenendele Gerede Jelede so 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 mi abadale maronde chendele menarada thank you lord for the great privilege we have to be here for the honor thank you for your mercy that is showered on us always blazonde barate se femekalo shomia bakande legere de se semegabadolala thank you lord thank you Father, have your way today by your spirit, by your word. Guide us, lead us. Make us what you want us to be by the transforming power of your word. Please open our ears to hear wondrous things, our eyes to see wondrous things out of your great book. Thank you for the Holy Spirit who is here to strengthen us, to guide us, to lead us into all truth. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Good to see you again. Now, I began a very important series on Sunday and um, I didn't feel like continuing it on weekday services, but this morning I was listening to the pastor's conference all the way from Nakuru, and I saw that the prophet was preaching on the topic. So I realized that I'm in the spirit on the last day. So I thought to myself that I wouldn't make the mistake of just going astray. So I want to stay on that angle. 
Is it a good idea? So I'm preaching about loyalty and disloyalty. Yes. Beautiful. And um, my subtitle is Those Who Are Ignorant. So Sunday we began with Do Not Be Ignorant. So I pray that, you know, a spirit of familiarity will not grip you to think that you, you know already what it means to be loyal. Because sometimes, having stayed in the church for some time, when they even mention a topic, you kind of feel that you know what they are going to say. And the two known spirit enters you. And then before long, you find yourself falling foul to the thing that is being preached about. And you are not able to see that you have fallen into what is being preached and you are falling into what is being said because you didn't open your heart to receive what was coming so you'll be different today yeah. hallelujah yeah. so I don't know who is here whether you are pastors or Christians or just you are what? You are what? <laughs> okay. You are Christians. All right. I mean, not the singing Christians. They are strong Christian singers. Yes. Christian brothers and Christian sisters. Beautiful. Now, Second Corinthians chapter 2. And verse 2. Just one small sentence there, then we move on. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us. Satan wants to get an advantage of us through our ignorance. And that is why it's important not to be ignorant or to feel you know when knowledge is coming. Because as for knowledge, it is coming. Pray that you will not miss out on what knowledge is coming. We have often said that as for disloyalty and orangus, there will always be some. Pray that you are not one. When it is said, some people just smile. They don't pray. Because you are so sure you are happy that you don't think of it that a day can come when you'll be insulting me or insulting us. You see, and spoiling any relationship you have with anybody around. People with whom you used to do high five, hug yourselves, say that Charlie, we are in a good place, we are in a beautiful family. Now you don't want to even see them. You see, and you, don't, you can't see how you can turn into something like that. Because when you are happy, you, you can't imagine something bad happening to you. Do you see? So, lest Satan should get an advantage. Because he wants to get an advantage over you. And he says that, for we are not ignorant of his devices. So, when we see his things coming, we should say, hey! 
That's one of Satan's things coming up. Charlie, secure yourself. Save yourself. Run away. Make sure he doesn't uh, infect you, afflict you, or inject you with, with his ways. So that you become just like the devil. When Peter was with Jesus, and uh, Jesus asked them a question, Who do men say that I am? Some said you are Elijah. Some said you are a prophet. Some say you are whatever. Then he asked them, Who do you say that I am? Peter stood up first and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. I'm sure he never thought that. And then Jesus told him that, Flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. I'm sure he never thought that Satan can actually infect him with something just moments after God has revealed something to him. Are you there still or you've gone home? So, he was there just a few verses after that. And Jesus was saying that he's going to Jerusalem, he'll be killed and so on. Then he said, hey, over my dead body. No, this will never happen. You can't go to Jerusalem and go and die there. And Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. Jesus immediately saw Satan speaking through the man who has had God reveal something to him. So you may think that maybe you are spiritual. And out of your spirituality, you are so excited that you and Satan and satanic things are not near. But I tell you, Satan no, or yes, some will. That's why the Bible says that we are not ignorant of his devices. And we shouldn't be. And you shouldn't be. Tell your neighbor you shouldn't be ignorant of his devices. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Very important. Flesh and blood, Pastor Daniel, has not revealed this unto you. But my father. I mean, which means that you have direct communication with God the Father. And yet, you are the one that a few verses, I don't know how many verses, this is Matthew 16, 17. For flesh and blood has not about my father which is in heaven. Okay, verse 18. That's one verse, verse 18. Verse 18. Who is this guy? And I say unto you, that thou art Peter, upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. So far, so good. So far, you can see that Peter is riding high. Like how you are also riding high. And he said, verse now 19, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom and uh, of heaven, and whatsoever you bind, you, when you have all night, you quote this scripture, isn't it? Whatever you bind, on earth is bound in heaven and whatsoever you, uh, you, you you lose on earth is loosed in heaven so now this night we are going to bind certain demons and we are going to lose certain things uh-huh. <laughs> so the bible says then he charged the disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus Christ that's verse. How many verses now? So so far so good it was where? Verse, up to verse what? 20. So far so good verse 20. 
Then verse 21. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and raised again the third day. One verse after that. So far so good. Then verse 22. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. Then verse 23, But he turned, Jesus turned, and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Hey! Just verse 20, No, God the Father has said so, and then Jesus also has said that you are Peter upon this rock I will build my church. So it's like you are both, you are connected to God the Father, you are connected to Jesus Christ. But you don't know that in the same arena, Satan is also very, very near and is trying to infect you with something that can change you. And Jesus turned and said, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou savorest not the things that be of men, of God, but the things that be of men. It's like you are not, you are not in the spirit. He told Peter, you are not, you are now Satan. So make no mistake, eh? those of you who think that once a person is a church member, everything is okay, don't make that mistake. Don't be ignorant of Satan's devices. God had a meeting, a service. The Bible says that the sons of God came before God. And he had a first service. And the Bible says Satan also came there. He was there, crowd. He had even, when God asked him a question, have you considered my servant Job? He said, where are you from? He said, from moving to, throughout to and fro throughout the whole earth to and fro he's moving to and fro right in this service he can easily be around and and many of us are just ignorant of this so sometimes when you see a pastor who has fallen say ah if the pastor is saying that then he must be right because he <laughs> he used to flow in not in flesh and blood revelations but in heavenly revelations so there can it's not possible that something evil can come from him so whatever he says whatever he posts is of god you are making a mistake years ago bishop dad you he has made the statement many times that to my hearing that follow me as i follow christ the day you find that I'm not following Christ, the word of God and Christ, do not follow me. So I follow him with one eye and with the other eye, my eyes are on Jesus and the word of God. That's his own counsel. But some of us are lazy. So if you are following somebody, your eyes are not on Jesus. Your eyes are just on one person. So if the person falls, you fall. If the person says something, you follow it. Whether it's good or bad, you just follow because like, he's, he's my leader. It cannot be, it can be your leader, but if he's your leader and he's out of God's will, he's no longer your leader in that regard. He can be your bishop, but if he's saying things that you can see that it's not balanced in the scripture, then that person is not something you must follow. Follow Jesus. And today... I want us to look at the loyalty of Jesus Christ. Yes. 
Yeah. Because Jesus was very loyal to his father. And when he met the disciples, his admonition to them was that they should follow him. Is that not so? And he will make them. You see, you can be made nothing in this world except you follow Jesus. And when you follow Jesus, you become. You can become anything. As many as received him, to them he gave power to become. And then as many as follow him also, he gives them power to become. So when you, you receive Christ, you become somebody different. And when you follow Jesus, because you can, you can receive Christ, but you don't follow Christ. So watch out. Don't just follow people. Follow Christ. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Looking unto Jesus. Set your eyes on Jesus. Follow Jesus. Yes. And our prophet, Bishop Doug, his main, follow me as I follow Christ. It's his greatest counsel. And there are people you follow, they are not following Christ. They are following bitterness, hatred, acrimony, querulousness, querulousness, belligerence, and bellicose lifestyle. I mean, two brothers are now who say me preach. Yeah. And you'll be following such people. Because you yourself, you are at the brink. You are, you see, even people like Peter, whom God Himself revealed things to and Jesus exalted and promoted, can be filled. Not even filled. He was called Satan. It's not even that you are filled with Satan. He said you are Satan. It's a very wild thing. If they can be Satan, then what about you? You, God has not revealed anything to you. You, Jesus has not exalted you directly. You to pray a cry, you don't pray. Oh. And they say you have not prayed well. You understand? Oh, you don't understand what I'm trying to say. You haven't prayed well. If they check your prayer statistics today, prayer gauge, you see that it's very low. Your prayer thermometer, it has it is it is in the minus. So right now we need to learn so that we can become better people. And the best example of this teaching on loyalty is Jesus Christ. And what is loyalty? I quoted 1 Corinthians 4, 2. The Bible says, moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. And the word faithful is the word loyal or dedicated or constant or consistent or trustworthy i hope you understand that trustworthy dependable somebody who is dependable somebody who is faithful faithful means that you are constant we can rely on you paul told timothy the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses the same commit thou to faithful men who will be able to teach others also because the things you have received of me you can only if it has to be passed on you have to pass it on faithfully it's like the thing you receive from me is the same one you are it doesn't change so if you change then you will change the message so you have to be faithful to pass on what i'm giving to you 
Are you listening to me? And I was explaining that, you see, the scripture says, let a man so account of us from verse 1, First uh, uh, Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1, let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. So every one of us is in this verse, either ministers of Christ, stewards of the mysteries of God. God has mysteries. God's mysteries are, are hidden in his word. And the Holy Spirit reveals and unfolds the mysteries unto us. When the disciples used to hear Jesus preach in parables, the one day they asked him, that, why do you preach in public in parables? Why do you preach to the people in parables? And Jesus said, for you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. Yes. But to them, it is hidden in parables. But for you, it is revealed. You, you are supposed to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Is that not what he says? So the mysteries of the kingdom, he was referring to his teaching. The people asked him about his teachings. So he was asking about his teachings. Then he said, these teachings are, in a certain broad sense, are called the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. So you and I are stewards of these mysteries. And some many men of God, you see them, if they have one of those mysteries revealed to them, they are wild in the world. When you hear Papa Higgins' name, you think of faith. Because the mystery of faith was unfolded to him. It made him a star in our world. Wisdom. Who will you be thinking about? Mike Medock. I mean, for those of you who know some of these Christian preachers, if you don't know Christian preachers, you will know that they have some mysteries that they have, a special, like, truths that they have found. And they know the why of it, the who of it, the when of it, the how of it, the what of it, the which of it, the that of it. Hey! I mean, you will see when they preach, if you hear Don Avanzini, what will you be thinking about? Giving and prosperity, isn't it? Yes. And he's in his 80s, almost 90 years old. He came recently and he preached similarly along the lines of the secrets of the mysteries that have been unfolded to him. One secret like this, when they have it, you see that they have built their whole life till they die 80 years. That's what they are on. They are on it. It never finishes. One mystery. When you hear Bishop Dad, at least you know about loyalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you'll be surprised even the loyalty of Christ as a subject. Take somebody who has that mystery revealed and unfolded for him to be able to have so many different aspects that forgetfulness is actually a major foundation for loyalty. Yes. That remembrance, I would I should say. Remembrance. Um those who pretend dangerous sons, sonship, father-son relationship, and how it plays out, the interplay of it. It's a major loyalty pillar. Honor. 
It's a major pillar in loyalty. It takes somebody who has that thing revealed. That's why there are so many aspects he can bring out on that particular subject because the mystery has been unfolded to him. Yes. And those mysteries are varied. Anything in the Bible. So you will see that the father-son relationship, the pastorship relationship, the uh, husband wife relationship whichever relationship there exists you see that God has something to say about those things and there are people who understand fatherhood and sonhood sonship father son relationship they understand they don't joke with it at all one man of God was asked by his friend to go and see another man of God he said I won't go why he said oh that man he can easily curse you if he's not happy with you. Or he can say something, no, your life can change. Because he understands that the mystery of blessings and curses, which some from my father, which some people don't really respect. Because you have not understood it yet. Yes. That you will be like Jacob who, who cheated his brother out of words words you see when <clears throat> when isaac finished speaking eh, after eating jacob's food and blessing him his brother esau came to the to the room and then when he heard Esau, they said hey who are you he said i'm Esau, your son. Said, ah, but who came before they said yeah it is jacob that's why his name is called the supplanter because he has come to collect your blessing he brought me food to eat earlier and I've eaten and I've blessed him and he is blessed share and then Esau said that yeah is there no blessing for me and if you think about it what did Isaac do he just spoke be lord over your brethren (laughs) you'll be blessed Anybody who blesses you is blessed. Anybody who curses you is cursed. That's all. You will be lord over your brethren. That's all. Then he left. Uh, within minutes, Esau arrived with his food. Daddy, I brought what you said I should bring. Hey, Esau, who are you? He said, I'm Esau. He said, hey, you are Esau. Then who came earlier? Because the one who came earlier also brought me food. I ate and I blessed him. And he is blessed. It's like what I've spoken, I can't take it out. When you don't understand those mysteries, you, 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 you feel that it doesn't mean anything. Ah, if he says you'll be Lord over your brethren, then what has happened? That's so why the Bible says, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And he will show them his covenant. So learn that these things are handed to us so those of us who have certain messages certain truths that are revealed to us it means some of the mysteries of god are revealed to us even salvation is a mystery some people don't know about even the bible says that the 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 the, the, the prophets and things they they wanted to see they inquired and said what manner what is this that the spirit of god is signifying through what is he talking about 
What is this? Unto us a son is born, unto us a child, a child is born, unto us a son is given, the government shall be upon his shoulder, the whatever. Oh Bethlehem Ephrathah, out of thee, though thou be the least of thy brethren, for out of thee shall arise he that shall be ruler of my people. What is that thing that the Spirit of God in them was signifying? What is that thing? They didn't know. They were prophesying about salvation, but they didn't understand it. Angels couldn't understand it. What is this thing that only human beings are going to experience? That even when they have to preach it, we are not those who can preach it. We have to leave it to the human beings. When, they do, when the angel was sent to introduce uh, Peter to Cornelius, when he got there, it's like, why, why couldn't he preach the message? He has to wait for Peter to go to the house to go and preach. And when you hear the message, he said, like, I thought that angels also know this one. They know, but they have never experienced it. The one who knows something and is talking about it is not the same as the one who experienced it and is talking about it. Recently, I was in Las Vegas. Oh, you'll be there. You'll be there. You should be there. Yes. May you be there. Father, open a door for your sons and daughters to arrive at such places that have been created in our world. Oh, yes. Just vacation and happiness. You know, not badness, because it's called sin city. So, so you have to be careful when you go to such places. <laughs> when you arrive, no, they will even show you that whatever happens here stays here. Yeah, so, they say that whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. You must pray before you go. Before you go, there are people you see the nice people dressed nice, they are not dressed nice, but they look nice. It's like, how can this person be homeless? He came to Vegas and there's a gambling, you know. Well, back gambling, you see, cannon it down, everything, house, everything, all his money finished because small, no, you win, then small, no, you lose, small, no, you win, you win small, you lose big, you lose small, you lose. So, you always tempted that I'm going to win big soon I'm going to win big soon I'm going to and they never win so they spend all their money and they have no money to go home so they end up staying in Vegas and becoming homeless and beggars people who have things and who have things beautiful city desert dry stony rocky desert and yet they've created a very beautiful city out of it. Everybody goes there from the world. And there are also natural things there. I went to the Red Rock Canyon. When you see the rocks and the rock formation, you, you, you will not even believe it. You see, I can show you the photos. So you also talk about Red Rock Canyon. Oh, Las Vegas has Red Rock Canyon. And so on. Then you'll be speaking even geography those of you who have done jog you know about it i went to the grand canyon yeah one of the seven wonders of the natural world grand canyon the earth opened i don't know how it i'm sure i don't know whether it was a flood or any but it opened like this and it has opened so you stand here you see a deep gorge the valley huge valley with a river flowing through it and when you stand here, you see another rock, very big, very high. <laughs> if you, you, you can talk about it, but if you have not seen it before, oh, yes. you don't know. Even me, I can't describe it for you. 
I was taking photos. I told the people at the point. In fact, one, one photograph we took, the person told me that, hey, this one is as if you are standing in front of a poster. So people will not believe that you have gone anywhere. I said, I don't mind. Because even Jesus, he came from heaven to earth. Nobody believes. It's not me that I've gone to Vegas that nobody believes that I've gone there. It doesn't matter at all. But I was there. I was there. So the mysteries. The Bible says that we should therefore now, it is required in the people to whom the mysteries have been given to be faithful. Yes. And it's not talking only about be loyal to your father. It's just because the subject maybe may be relating to be loyal to your pastor or your senior pastor or your pastor and so on. That's why only that one seems to be highlighted. But the reality is that there are many, many mysteries of the kingdom of heaven that you and I must be faithful to. It is in being faithful to those mysteries that have been handed to us that it becomes necessary to be loyal to my senior pastor if he's my senior pastor. Or to my father if he's my father because it's all part of the mysteries of the kingdom. One day somebody was saying that forget about this fatherhood nonsense. And I was saying to him that do you read your Bible? If you read your Bible when you are angry you will not set aside fatherhood because you are angry with with a father in your life. You are setting aside you are not being faithful to the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Now some people think that you say will be loyal to your loyalty means be loyal to your pastor. It's not as simple as that. You are you are you are lowering the you are cheapening the, the weight of such an awesome message or mystery. Moreover, because you are now a steward of the mysteries of God, it is required of you to be faithful. The great commission is also a mystery of the kingdom. How that Christ Jesus came to save sinners of whom I am chief is a major mystery. (laughs) Yes. And, And how that you can carry this message and through you others can also receive salvation. It's a mystery. It's so wonderful. But we are not faithful to it. So being faithful to your senior pastor also becomes a problem because you don't understand that the thing is an instruction of, from God for the mysteries of all the things he has given us. It is part of the mysteries. It's not only just that oh, senior pastor to have be loyal to him. That's not, that's not the only thing. You are too myopic. And that's why I'm explaining, you see, that Sometimes when I meet some pastor, they say that, oh, come and teach us. I want my people to be loyal to me. Come and just speak the word so that they'll be... You see, it's not as simple as come and just preach one message then everybody now could toast to their senior pastor. (laughs) It's not a mystery that stands on one leg. It's the embodiment of the word of God. So the pastor who is saying be loyal to him, is he loyal to you? Because when you, you study the principle of law, it's not just that, hey, submit yourself to everybody who is uh, your senior pastor and then just yield to them, don't complain. Sit down and be quiet. That's not loyal. That's not the teaching on loyalty. 
In fact, if you study it, you would know that a loyal a, a, a loyalty breeds loyalty. And a senior pastor, he breeds loyalty by being loyal himself. But some people, you are a boss. You, you don't know how to be loyal to your employees. So you get the message and say, oh, it means that you should not uh, speak against the authority that is over you. But the authority that is over you must also be loyal to you. There are people who are people under them and they say one thing like they say something bad about their one of their subordinates to another subordinate and try to divide the subordinate subordinate so that they can rule over them by divide and rule tactics so what you don't know is that you are breeding disloyalty by being disloyal to your subordinates (laughs) now some of you you like gossiping you don't know that Anybody who gossips about someone to you will gossip about you to another person. Oh, yes. True, 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 true. Once you slander me to another person, what you don't know is that you are breeding and brewing slanderous environments. So we now have a system and a culture where you can say anything about this person to that person and that person will say something about this person to that person and this one will say this person. So a lot of those, especially girls, girls like this. Do you know that this? Hey, do you know that? Hey, this girl, eh, she came to church and then do you know that? Do you know that? Do you know that? It's in the mouth of a lot of ladies. Brothers, no more come on yet. There ain't you know. Have you heard that means that Messi? Do you know that Messi and uh, Ronaldo something something? Do you know that this and that? I mean, it's just football and politics and those things. But girls there and cars. Charlie, you say the Toyota way they make and the Toyota Corolla. The engine way they inside the Benz engine. Where the Toyota people make that has men man come up, but a man there. Do you know that? Yvette is going to get married eh? but do you know that <laughs> yeah do you know that she was actually supposed to marry uh, this leader of the choir in the first service and then that person eh, I tell you I don't know what happened no before I, the, 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 the pastor who came from an account I can't cross him <laughs> So, loyalty doesn't stand on just one leg. You have to learn it that we don't speak that way about another brother. We don't speak like that. I always remember David when um, he had the opportunity to kill Saul. King Saul who was chasing him to kill him. King Saul wanted to kill David so many times but David was running away, escaping, escaping, escaping. Then one day he had a chance. Saul was in a cave. He was asleep. And David and his one of his army generals went and they saw him and the man said that kill him. God has delivered your enemy to your hand. David said nobody can lift his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless. You cannot go free if you lift one hand against God's anointed. He taught the disciples, his followers 
that we don't kill kings people that God has anointed even if demons have failed them we don't kill them and David was the one who used to play guitar for demons to leave Saul he knew demons were in him but he called him God's anointed till the day Saul died he referred to him as the Lord's anointed even though demons were in Saul And when you don't understand the mysteries of God, you just see one thing and you blast it. Hey! What? Today they have killed this man. Bible says that uh, uh, an eye for an eye. If you want to do the, then you even quote a scripture that's not a scripture that do them before they do you. <laughs> do them before they do you. Which verse is that? Say what? This soul who wants to kill me now, he's asleep here like that. Bring your spear. Bring your spear. Let us. And Abishai, the guy who went with David, he said, I will do it for you. You don't do it. Oh yes. He said he will kill Saul for David. So that David doesn't feel that he has he has killed Saul. But he said, No, 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 no. If you do it, you do it in my name. It's me, no, who has done it. And I cannot do this and be innocent. So don't touch him. Let's even cut small of his camp so that we will show him that hey, we could have killed you. So please don't don't kill, don't follow. We are not, we don't have any bad intention to kill you. And still Saul didn't listen. Even that when he cut his just the tip of his dress, the Bible says his heart smote him. Whenever you speak against a man of God, your heart something should affect you that hey, what am I doing? What am I doing? Not even a man of God, anybody in the church. Because the believers, they are all, we are all Christ's body. We are all Christ's body. You, you can't just say, oh, he's not the pastor, so I can just say anything I want. He's just my friend. I'm my friend. I just, no, don't mind him. Don't mind him. He thinks he's too known. Don't mind him. He thinks that he knows everything. She thinks he's beautiful. She should get away from them. The day she comes before me and crosses my path, and what I'll do to her, it, it will be worse than anything she has ever seen since she was born. And then you, you, your body will be shaking. You continue one day. You will see yourself falling down. You will see something. And that is why you should not be ignorant of this powerful device of the devil called disloyalty yes and today i want just to look at the loyalty of christ okay is it a good uh, uh, idea the best teacher of loyalty is christ jesus himself he was loyal to his father and to his father's vision he never deviated from his line of duty he was loyal even when it cost him his life on the cross Christ is the person you must emulate are you listening to me yeah, yeah. we are called Christians because of what Christians are called Christians not the singers when I say Christian don't think of the singers I'm talking about the people who are called Christians eh? we are called Christians because of the Christ's Eons, like Ghana, Eons, 
are people from Ghana. Christians are Ians from Christ. Uh-huh. Like people who belong to Christ are called Christians. Yes. People who belong to Nigeria are called Nigerians. Is that not how I said? Yeah. So now it should be that you two follow Christ because you are from him, of him, and you are following him. Follow his ways. Follow his ways. Don't follow the ways of the devil. There are 11 of them. Number one, a person who openly acknowledges his father. John 5, 18. I'm just going to read very fast because it's in the book. It's called Those Who Are Ignorant. And you have it on your phone. By now you should have it on your phone. How many don't have it on your phones? You don't have the book Those Who Are Ignorant on your phone. How many have it on your phone? Alright. Those of you whose hands are down, what does it mean? You don't have phones? You don't have phones, my brother? Senior brother? Small boy brother? Yes. Do you have a phone? Is it on your phone? Okay, beautiful. A person who acknowledges his father. In John 5, 18, he says, Therefore the Jews sought to kill him because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Some people don't like it when we mention our prophet and Bishop Dag and Bishop Dagwood Mills and Bishop Dagwood Mills and our prophet. Prophet said this and Bishop Dag said this and Bishop. People don't like it. You want to kill us for mentioning our father's name. That is Christ-like. To the point where they wanted to kill Jesus. Why? He was calling God, my father, my father, our father which art in heaven. My father work and I work. My father has sent me. The things I'm doing is not my own. My father says, every day this father, 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 father. Even at the point the disciples said, show us the father and it will be enough for us. <laughs> That's what happens when you have a father mention your father's name. It is Christ-like. And I know what people will say. Why is he God? You are now making him God, eh? If Jesus is mentioning God, does it mean we should mention our father's name? He gave us an example. In First Peter chapter 2, verse 21, 22, 23. 23. Yes. For even hereunto were you called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. Follow his steps. And it is God who gives you spiritual fathers. Ain't nothing wrong with calling your father whom God has given you and mentioning his name. And ascribing what you know to him, what you have to him, what you receive. Oh, he was, I heard a message and he changed my life. He was saying this and he changed my life. Don't be shy, don't be afraid. Jesus suffered and left us an example that we should follow his steps. And he said, follow me, I will make you fishers of men. Follow me, I will make you something you are not. 
may you become something greater than you are today some people do not want anyone to know about their origins if you follow me closely you will know where i came from bishop is speaking and how i was trained in the ministry i'm not self-made i have been influenced greatly by many people when you hear bishop Doug preaching you will hear kenneth higgin you will hear benny hin you will hear uh, uh bonke you will hear even uh, uh the other evangelist uh, billy graham you will hear you will hear fred price you will hear Yongicho. you will hear him mentioning rejoiner names of people who have influence you will hear him recently he mentions a lot Derek Prince I heard Alf Lukau do you know Alf Lukau my name is Alf Lukau he's a prophet in South Africa very powerful hey you can see things you can call somebody call a lady and, and say ah Where's your husband? So I left him at home. He's not in the house. He's in his girlfriend's house. His girlfriend is called this, this, this. Then he'll call the girlfriend's name. He said, no, I left him at home. He said, are you challenging me? My name is Aflukal. Then he'll take his phone. He said, let's call him. Then he'll ask the number from the girl. He'll ask the number. He'll pick the number and call the man's number. He will give the number himself. They said, talk to your husband. Hey, sweet, where are you? I'm in the house. Then Afluka said, no, he's not in the house. You are in the home of something, something, Maubisa. <laughs> 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 then the man will say, how did you know? <laughs> he said, yeah. He said, mine, then he will announce to the man, my name is Afluka. <laughs> yes. Powerful. Recently, one of our pastors went there a program. Hey, he called his wife's name and his children's names. The pastor, our own pastor, one of our pastors. He, he was shocked. Hey, he couldn't. He couldn't. He was jumping in the on the stage because he couldn't believe it. I heard him say, "When he said, I am not. We are not fly by night. He said we are prophetic and we are apostolic. Then he says, if you want to know." Uh, we, we, are, we have origin we come from somewhere then he mentioned I come from my spiritual father then he mentioned the spiritual father's name they said that spiritual father he was born again by a man a missionary French missionary who came and that French missionary he formed a church and that church was in this town and that town they won a soul and that soul started a church and that church found my spiritual father and my spiritual father gave birth to me so I am not fly by night Everybody, I'm traceable to a father. Watch out for people who don't have fathers or who had fathers and have forsaken their fathers in anger, in bitterness, unforgiveness, and hatred. Paul told Timothy, Thou therefore, my son. My son, son Timothy. He used the son plenty. So if Timothy is also writing a book, he will say, my father Paul, my father Paul, my father Paul. When they are calling you son, what does it mean? It means the person is your father. If they can call you son, why can't you call father? Rebelliousness is what hates our hearts and makes us not, want, uh, not refer to our fathers in our lives. 
Because of your rebellion. But Jesus, if you follow him, you hear my father works and I work. I can do nothing except what I see my father doing. When he's going to present my father who is in heaven. Father, I know that you hear me. When he was at the tomb of Lazarus. Father, I know you hear me. When he was there, he said, I'm praying not, not just because of these people. That's why I'm praying. But I would have just commanded and it will happen. Who is your father? Who is your father? Who is your father? Who who is your father? Who is your father? Who is your father? Who who is your father? Who is your father? Who who is your father? You don't have one. Today you don't want to mention your father's name. Some of you even you don't want your father's name on you. Into pentema ware. You want to remove the name quickly. So you want to marry quickly. One of the reasons why you want to marry quickly because you don't like your father. is a drunkard. His name is not a, it's a bad name. He's associated with something bad. So, open temeji name, no, so that you can have another name. Even if you get you like it. Yes. In verse 36, John 5, 36 says, And the same work that I do, bear witness of me that I am the Father has sent me. Wow. Therefore the Jews sought to kill. Number two, a person who follows his superior's example at work. A person who does what? He follows his superior's example at work. He says, John five is it nine o'clock is that nine we close at nine right okay but jesus answered john five seventeen. but jesus answered and said my father worketh hitherto and i work not my father worketh hitherto and i rest so there are people say me i'm lawyer i'm lawyer but when your father is working you don't want to work when your father is at a, a service you don't want to be at the service there are many men with broken hearts because when they organize program, their own members don't come. But when visitors are coming, you see them in their numbers. And my father, is that where my father is working, that is where I'm also working. So there were many times we would be, we, 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 we didn't even realize what was happening until we saw that if, if Bishop has not closed and has not gone home, we are around. It's like we are just around. Because my father is doing something. I will find something to do. To be where my father is also working. My father worketh hitherto. And I work. Not I rest. Or as for me, I go away. I abscond. I'm not saying that if I'm here, don't go home. Please go home. Because <laughs> I don't want you just hanging around with a morose, melancholic, fallen, and distraught face as though whilst you are waiting, they've given you quinine. 
And you see, the person is joyfully saying that, my father worketh and I work. I can see my father is doing something. I can't go to rest. What I see my father doing is what I am doing. Yes. That's why if there's a crusade, we post it. We'll watch the crusade. If there's a pastor's conference, we post it. Watch the pastor's conference. As much as within... I'm not saying that if your work is you're in a class or you are in the school and then they post that and say, hey, my church there, they say, if, if you don't watch, you are an orangu. So me, no, even if I'm in a class, I have to open them, they are, then you have put earphones, in, you are not listening to a lecturer. You are a fool. <laughs> You've blocked your lecturer's voice so that you listen to the crusade that is coming on in Nakuru because your church there you see these are the people who, who, who make nonsense of beautiful uh, principles and things that the lighthouse there as for lighthouse no they will say you are no rango if you are not this they will say hey, if you don't join this flow church no they will say you are no rango that's not the point the point is not saying that you are rebellious because you are not watching. After all, the flow church and everything, you are told that if you are not even having it, maybe you are traveling or you are doing something or you can't really engage in it, it plays the whole day. So you can watch it that day, during the day, any time. But what's what day you know, some witness in tea? Was say, hey, lighthouse, dear. Meanwhile, now you are not even watching. Now you have rebelled against the thing, and when they even call you or somebody calls you, you'll be angry. You are preaching. Now, now looking at my face. Say, so I traveled and I've come. I'm not seeing you for the first time. Allow me to preach to you so you can hear. Are you there still or you've gone home? You follow your superior's example at work. Dear assistant, how can you sleep when your father is working? A good leader is often the last one to leave. As they say, the captain is the last one to leave the ship. A good assistant stays with his captain until the the end. Watch out for those who have no time or energy for extra work. Watch out for those who see their leader's hard-working attitude as a vexation that makes everyone weary. How can you think that your father is doing unnecessary things? Jesus said, my father is working and therefore I must work. Do not think that you are being overworked. Have the attitude of Jesus. Number three, a person who does, does only what he sees his father doing. He does what he sees his father doing. My father is working, I'm working. But there's also the part that he's doing what he sees his father doing. He follows his father's example of what the father is doing is what he's also doing. In John 5, the story is told of um, the healing. Yes, of one man that Jesus healed. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is a Jerusalem by the sheep market, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, okay, of blind halts, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at at certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first 
after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had and a certain man was there which had an infirmity 38 years when jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been in now long a long time in that case he said unto him will thou be made whole and the bible says that jesus healed this impotent man and left he just healed the impotent man and he left he didn't he didn't there were the bible says in this lay a great multitude of impotent folk of blind halt with that waiting plenty of people were there then he sees only one person with different diseases when he sees this one person he asks him do you want to be made who the person cried he didn't say i want to be made who. he said i don't have anybody to help me then jesus said okay take up your bed and go that's all when he finished he left he left all the great multitude of impotent folk of blind of halt of withered he left them yes I don't know what you would have done maybe you would have cleared all the people or you would have tried and none of them would have worked <laughs> and then after some time you will be tired and you go home and say that God has not really helped me but Jesus he went to the place and saw his father healing that one man when he healed the man he left and he, he that was healed wist not who it was for Jesus had conveyed himself as 13 away uh, uh, a multitude being in that place yes and verse 15 says well, verse, verse 15 verse 15 and the man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole verse 16 and, the, and therefore the, the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath day verse 17 but jesus answered them my father worketh hitherto and i work verse 18 he says therefore the jews sought to kill him because he not only had broken the sabbath but said also that god was his father making himself equal with god and verse 19 says that then jesus answered and said unto them verily i say unto you the son can do nothing of himself except what he seeth the father The son can do nothing of himself except what he sees. So he sees the father healing one person. He heals that one person. That, that explains why he healed only one person and left. Hey, come and see us. Everybody here is going to be healed. Now, come on. One, two, three, four, five. Bring them, bring them. Ushers, everybody, bring them, bring them, bring them. I'm going to lay hands on everyone. Hey, from morning to evening, we won't say, what? Well, your hand is stuck like this and paining you that's why often when you are in a meeting and certain people manifest you pray for those people because something is happening to them God must be moving on them so you you continue what God is doing and you leave the people who are not feeling anything to a general prayer that you to lift your hand and receive perhaps God is touching somebody here you are receiving a healing, receive it in the name of Jesus come on, take it, take it, take it, take it take it. then you all go home, but one more yeah, bring that one why? because God is working on them, yes chances are that God is working on them and if you are a minister, you know what you are about, you better flow where God is flowing 
not some stiff man here. Bring that man. What will you see me? He has something. You think he has money, so come. Lift your hand. Say, lift your hand. Say, lift your hand. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, take it one. He is wondering, take what? You see. And maybe for such people, God has another way of working. Not the way that as you are in a service, like how Jesus was at the place. And this man alone, he just picked him out of the crowd and healed him and left. There were places where he laid hands on everybody and healed every one of them. But it was once in every place. Oh, thank you. Son can do nothing of himself except what he sees his father doing and bishop says that the pastors who seem to follow him and do what they see him doing they seem to be advancing in the ministry and those who don't see him don't do what they they don't see him therefore they don't do what they see him doing they struggle for years hmm let that soak in that's why you need to listen to messages soaking tapes and follow the preaching all around the places so that at least you can find what what is my father doing that I can also what, what is this son you see seeing his father do so he can do it's not just imitation or blind following was Jesus blind as he was following he says I see only I, I can do nothing except what I see my father so when he saw the man being healed in the realm of the spirit he saw that ah, this is the one that God is touching Charlie oh yeah bring that man eh? take up your bed and walk eh? then he left the other blind people halt maimed with them he left them and he left he went he, he, he carried himself away your father prayeth and you won't pray you see your father pray, you won't pray. <laughs> God is changing your life. Amen. God is changing your life. Number what? Number four. Hey, a person who number three or number four? Number one is what? Hey. He openly acknowledges his father. Number two is what? He follows his superior's example at work. Number three? What he sees his leader doing. Beautiful. And number four, a person who does not seek his own will, but the will of his leader. It sounds some way, but honestly, that's the word of God. The will of your leader. And God puts us all in a family with one leader. And it's good for us that we do the will of the leader. Instead of just... I mean, some of us may have come from Catholic, Presby, Anglican and other Pentecost and other churches and you still, you don't want to follow what the visionary is doing and what he has
I mean, if, if you are in this little, our little denomination that we have here, I'm the leader, I'm, in a sense, I'm the pastor of the father. I don't know whether I'm father or pastor, but hey, you take it as I'm somebody, you know, I understand. I'm somebody in the church. Yeah. Now, if I say we are having a weekday service, that all shepherds should come, pastors should come, and you are not interested in that sort of instruction, you understand. You are not you are not following the loyalty of Christ. That's how Christ Christ follow me. Follow Christ as he's doing for his father. Do so for your father and see where you end up. Mm. We don't understand the message. It's not clear. Yeah. In John 5:30, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just. Because I seek, I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. Yeah. Or oh, you don't get the message. Who sent you? Whose vision are you following? When there are two or more visions within a team, you have a division. Die vision is division. Die. D-I-V-I-S-I-O-N. That's division. But if you separate the die and the vision, die means two and dash vision. Two visions means division. That's why God will put you in a family and try to train you and teach you to follow a leader, one person, so that great things can be done both with your life and with the general team. Is it a powerful idea? Yes. Yeah. And that is what on Sunday I was stressing that the hearts of Satan's armies are coming against the church. That's the vision God gave Rejoiner, that great prophet in America. And that book is so true. If, when I read the book, you will not even see one verse like this. But I saw verses. Eh, I could see the verses in the vision that he didn't quote. But God's vision, the unfolding of the vision was revealing all those scriptures. Wow. It was beautiful. Wow. The final quest. Wow. Read it and see. Yeah. From the page one to the end, I saw so many scriptures that the unfolding of the scriptures as he was revealing the vision. Very powerful. And God showed him that Satan's horde, a horde is like a large group coming against the church and they were riding on Christians to enter the church and their aim, one aim, one like this was to cause division at every level of relationship. Every level. Pastors with pastors, pastors with congregation, husbands and wives, fathers and mothers, husband, uh, children and their fathers, children with each other, siblings, members with each other, division. So, so anytime you pick a phone that you want to delete somebody's number, know that Satan has succeeded. In driving a wedge between you and somebody that used to be your best friend. 
Or somebody now you see her, now you used to sit together, now you sit here, she sits here. Because both of you were gunning for one brother. So that brother became a source of division for two good friends. Because at first you thought that he liked you. And then later you realized that he was getting closer to your friend. Now, he, now your friend tells you that, gives you updates of him. When you used to give her update of him. Until now between you and your friend, no. He has thrown the spear. Yes. Sisters. It's not only two parties who follow one girl. Two sisters also follow one girl. One brother. <laughs> there used to be a song. Two parties follow one girl. Follow one girl. Follow one girl. I love one man. Yes, it's a it's a song. Yes. <laughs> it's not a worship song. It's a it's a worldly song, yes. You are not born a certain year and two paddy like two friends were following one girl, but she loved one man. But she cannot love two of them like that. And there are also two sisters follow one brother. Follow one guy, follow one guy. I love one sister. She loves one. Only one can be loved. Yes. And if somebody is with you and doesn't want you, has gone somewhere, let him go. Because what it means is that, oh, for now he comes back to you. Every day his eyes will be there. Would you like such a trouble? Hey, 10 years. If he's in the room, you think that he's texting her. 20 years. If he's in the toilet, you hear, ah, are you texting? Who are you texting? Maybe you are texting that girl. That's what happened to Lady Diana. Yeah. She got married to this Prince Charles and always thought that he loved this Camilla. From day one, or not even, not even before the wedding, before the wedding. When they went for honeymoon, he, she said she thought that he was texting her. Ah, school teacher, Prince of Wales, I'll marry, I'm so I'll marry, I'll marry you. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Eh? I'm mixing the tree and the English together. Yeah. And you look at how you are behaving. The man says, ah, You are the one I love. You are the one of my, you see, the girls who, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Because eventually he married her after she died. Oh, but the girls there say, oh boy, oh boy. She, you see, that's why, you see, you have killed Princess Diana. You are all parts. And now, cry that she's queen, cry no. People are, it's paining people. Oh, it's paining them. Then she. Hey, Emma. If you follow them, eh. Uh, 
you spoil the church, I tell you. Are you listening to me? So, I think it's okay. We do the will of the one who sent you. I seek not mine own will. See, I don't seek my will. I seek the will of him who sent me. When you have somebody like that to work for you, it's, it's, it's the best. Because everybody has a mind. God gave you a mind. So sometimes when it's like you, it's like you don't use your, you are not going by your will, but the will of the one who has sent you. It's as if you don't have your own mind. That you can't think. It's not that you can't think. But the journey is one journey. We are going to one destination. If we have people with different, different minds, we may go in the wrong direction. Trust in the Lord and pray for those who are in authority over you. Because if you don't learn how to follow the will of him who sent you, you don't really do. If you're a worker, your boss has sent you. You are not doing his will. You'd rather go and join the people who are selling the thing that, oh, we can give it to you for this. Then you come and tell your boss, the one who sent you with his money, and knows that this is the budget that they think. Oh no, the thing is different. When you went, the prices have changed. Dollar no, the people. Oh boy, you are going to join the people against the will of your father. You will not do well. Over time, you see that you have lost the position, and then over time, you see that you have become poorer. If I send you to go and do basenta, go there with my will, not your will. I said, you have Bible study, you say they should go and eat. They should do tea party. You know, Bishop, he says Bible study, but the people know they don't have Bibles. So, when we come and we are doing the Bible study, it doesn't really flow. So, I mean, we should just have prayer meeting. Oh, prayer meeting? I said, have a Bible study. I've given you the outline. This is what you must do. But you will not do my will. Over time, you see that you are not doing well. over time and then finally for today I hope we get to well, if we don't go continue it's okay it's in the book a person who does not bear witness of himself if I bear witness of myself my witness is not true there is another that beareth witness of me and I know that the witness which he witnesses is of me is true John 5 31 to 32. When you bear witness of yourself, you promote and exalt yourself. Jesus did none of these. He exalted his father and spoke constantly of where he derived his authority from. That is the loyalty of Christ. A person who exalts and promotes himself is not sent from God. Are you a loyal person? There is no need to elevate yourself beyond your current position. The Lord who sent you will do that for you. 
there are pastors whose best sermons are about themselves and what they have achieved if you are a prophet there is no need to exalt yourself god has a way of exalting people he has called how can you believe which receive honor one of another and seek not the honor that cometh from god only there is no need to be pushy or forward a forward minister there is no need to invite yourself everywhere claiming you want to be a blessing to others allow god to lift you up here ends the reading may the lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word amen don't seek your own promotion okay yes let god promote you we know that promotion doesn't come from the east west or south it comes from god so allow him to be the one to ease you so you know do you know me i'm the one who does this i'm going to do this well i'm the one when i when i oh me, me I, I used to be the fellowship this thing of my uh, in my school i tell you i built a large ministry there a lot of people who do ministry in school when they come out of school they don't do well because pomposity you know sorry and when you're in university where everybody is in, the rooms are arranged like the chairs. P1, P2, P3, P4, P5, P6. Four people here, four people here, four people here. When you enter one room, you have four people. When you enter another four, when you come out of the world, into the world, people are not arranged like that. This house, when you enter, this one you can't 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 enter. This one to when you go, they'll pour water on you different it's a different ball game this one have dogs big big dogs so university ministry is very nice but it's not the same you don't have to be pompous and say oh i built a large whatever choir in the on campus large choir on campus hey all of us live in a community like this room so i say we are doing rehearsal and audio arrive in in Accra here, when you say we are doing rehearsal, somebody is coming from Achimota, uh, Abekan, uh, Dansoman, Pokwase, here, uh, Dodua, Ablekuma, and different La Paz, and different different places. It's not as it's not as simple as that. So you'll be there waiting for the rehearsal. <laughs> you see that it's not a simple thing. You have to be humble and allow God to exalt you, so that in due season. You shall reap if you faint not. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Your mercy. Lift your hand and pray for yourself that you can follow the loyalty of Jesus. Mando 
Lift your hand. Lift it up. Lift it up. Commit yourself to God. Oh, for the loyalty of Christ. Oh, yes, that I can openly acknowledge my father. I can follow his example at work. Oh, my God. That I can do what only what I see my father doing. My father God. My father in ministry. Ora Mike Ziolare Marande Kosa Padalava. Hey, my God. Ah, that I will not seek my own will. Oh, Father. Sometimes the pride of my heart wants me to go my own way, to do what I want. Don't follow properly. Oh, yes. That I will not bear witness of myself, but that God will bear witness of me. Ramashike no marada sifara Ria mahandele me koria basada Imeika banda limarito samine Let me tell you this On 1st January when my father was here And he announced that he was going to preach the same message he had preached This was the fourth time he was preaching it And was going to apply all 12 points to me Hey, our year of being thankful and he felt that all his 12 points he can apply them to me it was very humbling my father was bearing witness of me yes he was bearing witness of me I pray that a good testimony can be spoken of you by your pastor by your shepherd by your father lift your hand and just pray for yourself Lora Mahada Kadagada Zia Mahanda Labaruta Shigeda Maradise Fami Kayande Iloriaba Rima Kosani Mia Halabarade Sheko Samiaba Panda Alara Bashikea Zimona Manima Lima Nola Lima Ka Lima Loria Bahade Sife Zulima Kafanda Labaruda Shabaka Sibalabada Emando Boria Bahande Lebregadaria Rema Kosanda Bara yes lord jesus thanks a million let me pray for you father i pray for every one of us here that we might follow the example of our savior he who suffered and left us an example that we should follow his steps grant us the grace to follow his steps to walk where he walked. Amen. To stand where he stood. To acknowledge our father and our fathers. That you have given to us. That we be not like the sons of, of, of Belial. Who rebel against their fathers. Oh father. May we be like the sons of the Rechabites. Oh. Who after many years after their father had died will still honor his memory by obeying what he told them from the very beginning save us lord from the spirit of rebellion deliver us lord from going wayward and going astray oh father help us to follow on to know you 
and to serve you until it's our time to go show us mercy lord forgive our sins forgive our sinful ways forgive our rebellion forgive our samwayness forgive our waywardness forgive our our rebellion like the sons of Korah Dathan and Abiram who fought your servant Moses may we never be found in such a judgment save your people Lord and Lord as we go from here may your presence go with us may the forces of heaven fight on our behalf and whatever the devil has earmarked for us may we escape all of them in the mighty name of Jesus Amen clap for Jesus and as every head is bowed and every eye closed maybe you came in here but you are not a born again Christian if you were to die today you are not sure that you make it to heaven I want to pray for you wherever you are standing so if you are here you want to be born again you want to be a serious Christian please lift up your right hand so I can pray with you anybody here like that lift up your right hand so I can pray with you maybe somebody invited you but you are not a born again Christian oh yes if you are watching on Facebook on YouTube I want you to just pray this prayer with me say Heavenly Father I thank you for today I come to you just as I am please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with the precious blood of Jesus from today I will follow Jesus I will serve Jesus for the rest of my days thank you father for saving my soul I am yours forever in Jesus name Amen God bless you we have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30am and 10.30am. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.